0: Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective then builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Hello, guys. It's Janet, the Higher Self Voice. I'm here. It's, it's kind of a big thing for me. Okay. Just to give background for those of you who might not have read the short description that I posted for this show, Remember, I am videoing it as well, and I don't know if I can post a description, particularly on YouTube when I get these things posted. Anyway, um, I had decided about maybe a week ago, I really needed to get on, do a podcast for a global healing in honor of George Floyd, the movement that he has sparked. He wasn't the only one, but it's as if he was the straw on the camel's back. And he just has pushed, his death has pushed this thing to, for a global reach. I wanted to honor him, honor what he has done, hopefully for the society. Um, but from the information I've seen, from what I've gotten, I see change definitely in the wind. Things are moving. So, I wanted to honor him. And I just decided I would set up a podcast. This was about a week ago. and but I wanted to ask the higher selves, could they give me any a preview, uh, any ideas, how to address the healing, that sort of thing. Just get general info from them. And so I'm out walking, which I often do every day, and it's often where I do a lot of healing and get information. So, they didn't give me anything. They just said, well, there's someone here to speak to you. And in came George Floyd. Now, it was a shock. I didn't call him in. It wasn't on my radar at all. And he talked to me, I would say, for maybe a half hour, maybe more. We had a discussion. He told me um, some fascinating things. And he was clear that he wanted it to be, wanted me to share it with my audience. And so I said, "Well, my audience is very small. I don't have a very big reach." And he said, um, he said, "You don't you may not have a very big reach at the moment, but you're able to reach in and receive this message and provide it for the, the humanities at whatever point in time they hear it." It's the message won't be old it won't get old, it won't be stale so anyway uh, I said of course, I would be happy to do it and then I was just about to set up a show like two days later and I'm like wait a minute this is so big Um, I am used to communicating with people on the other side or people not in my presence at a distance I've been doing it off and on for many years, decades, well, maybe not decades, but a couple of decades, and I'm fairly comfortable with the process. I'm not always perfect at it, but I'm comfortable with, I'm, I'm comfortable with it, and it, it comes into play in many of my healing sessions, many of my groups. It is something It's kind of normal for me, but this was, this was a kind of a global thing, and I'm thinking, I need to figure out how to present this. And so what I discerned, uh, what I figured out with the help of the higher selves, is I needed to do this really in three parts. The first part today, I'm going to be giving some context because I don't want to be interrupting his words because tomorrow at four o'clock Pacific time, I am going to be giving you his words. But I don't want to interrupt any more than I might. Anyway, I don't know exactly how it's all going to come out, but I wanted you to have the concepts, the context, before I spoke his words. So he told me exactly what to cover today, and I am going to be covering that. You know, you heard me say many of the words and many of the modalities are the same, but not necessarily do they have the same definition or the same meaning. And so often if you hear a word that you know from another context, you just might assume that it's the same from the higher self perspective. Their perspective is in some ways different, doesn't make it better or more right. It's just different. And it usually revolves around soul evolution. That is the bigger umbrella for the higher self information. And you will see when you hear George's words that, Sure enough, it does have to do with that. So in any case, I have chosen to have the first session, the context. And unfortunately, when I set it up, I forgot to click off, set it up in Facebook, and I don't know. I just forgot, just missed it. I was in a hurry. I was just was in a hurry. And so it wasn't, this show wasn't announced. And I'm thinking, oh dear, (laughs) really, because it is important for hearing the second show. I haven't set that one up yet, but it is going to be tomorrow at four. And then on Sunday, there'll be the third show, which will be a healing. So today is the context. Tomorrow is George's words as best I can bring them in, and he's assured me, he's come in two or three times this week to let me know, yes, he'll be here when I finally get it scheduled. And then I will be doing a global healing because I'm all about healing. It's wanting to understand something, but hey, we have a lot of ability, a lot of ability to help. And so that's where my heart goes. Okay, so... I'm just going to begin, first of all, with defining and explaining the difference between the mind and the soul. Now, this is according to the higher selves, not according to a local church or a metaphysical group you might belong to. It is according to the higher selves definition. So, and I may have said this in the past, but I don't know that the people that listen to this will have heard my past podcast. So I'm just going to explain the mind according to the higher self definition is the the current life all the processing that goes on in the current life your thoughts your actions your emotions your experiences your learning it's every single thing that we go through in this life is the mind according to the higher self definition we carry Every single experience, every single belief, every single self-identity, hurt, wound, everything that we experience in this life, we carry at the energetic level. So when we die, and this is for every single life, when we die, what happens is we lay aside the body, but not the energetics, not the mind of this life, and this mind What happens to it? It becomes part of the soul. So the soul, you could look at the soul as the conglomerate of all the minds of the past. So the soul carries every experience, every thought, every habit, every action, every belief, everything it has learned and experienced throughout its sojourn. And keep in mind, we've had not one not five, not 50, but hundreds of thousands of lives on this journey. So the soul, in some ways, is a powerhouse of knowledge and understanding. It also does carry, though, all the hurt, all the suffering, all the misunderstanding, all the beliefs. It carries everything. But the process of of moving into each life we bring a soul aspect that's a newbie never had any experiences before that soul aspect goes through the life just like the physical body the little baby learns slowly how to walk I mean crawl or sit up crawl walk talk move around learn everything just as the body learns so does the mind of that life so then the mind when we lay aside the body it moves over to become part of the soul and the conglomerate soul and brings all that learning with it okay so we now know the difference between the mind and the soul at least as far as I need to go for this show Okay. now um, now when George came to me the reason why I had to explain that is he didn't come to me at the mind level so in other words I didn't hear his voice his words his phrasing from the mind level like he would say it as if he were talking to a neighbor or a friend or a family member so when you hear his words you will hear something different it's not going to be If you know George, you're related or you're just friends, he's not going to be coming from that place. He's coming from the bigger place, from the soul. And that's where I tune in anyway. I sometimes can get the mind. Um, But I most often work with the soul. And it's because I most often tuning into the soul I call my healing sessions for example the soul I do soul scan because I am not just healing the mind this life I am healing the patterns that are developed through the soul's journey that manifest in this life so anyway it's important that you understand that George is coming to me from the soul level not from the mind level okay now Free will. Have to talk about free will, too. Okay. Now, now that you understand the difference between the mind and the soul, I think you might understand a little bit more about free will. And I've talked about it. I can't even recall how much I've said about it in my more recent podcast, the first four are five that I did before this one. But I have talked about it a lot. Just so you know, Well, I'm not going to say that yet. Um, Okay. Now, the only kingdom that carries free will is the human kingdom. And I know I've mentioned that. The three lower kingdoms, mineral, plant, and animal, are on divine instinctive will. And then the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimension are on divine will also, but it's at the conscious level. Okay? The only place that carries free will is the human kingdom. Okay. Okay. Now, you may understand that sort of conceptually, intellectually, but what may be more difficult to understand is the free will is actually carried at the soul level. It is not a mind-level process. And, you know, we can kind of be glad of that because as you understand now the difference between the mind and the soul, the mind has the information from this one life. The soul, on the other hand, has the perspective, the viewpoint, the expanded knowledge and wisdom from hundreds of thousands of lives. Now, the soul does also carry a lot of misunderstandings and misconceptions. That is true. So it can be clouded. It can be. It can wear blinders. It can wear. It has soul scrambles. There are all sorts of things. But in general. Um, George's information is coming from the soul level, and it carries a very expanded perspective. And I am going to explain why it's even more expanded than it might be otherwise. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. All right. But the the free will is carried at the soul level, not the mind level. This is really important, and one of the reasons it's important is because of death. Every soul at the human level chooses its death. Now, we can look at somebody's death and we can think, oh, that person was either a victim or his life was wasted uh, or the death was senseless or, you know, something like that. But once you understand that death is a choice, then the understanding can follow have been a reason for that choice now 99.999% of the time we won't have a clue what that reason is because we're not knowing why souls choose what they choose they also choose what life they're going to reincarnate in what parents they're going to have what planet they're going to be on it's not just death I don't want to give that impression the big Decisions are all done at that soul level. They have, but and it has choice. So it's not just death, but in George's case, of course, he died. So we absolutely need to understand that he had his reasons. And most of the time, we will look at death at death at someone, whether it's a family member, a friend, you know, an important figure somewhere, and we can. Just feel it's just wasted, or before his time, or you know anything like that. We can have all sorts of feelings about that person's death, but it is important to understand that at some level that person chose that death for some reason. And trust me, there are a million reasons. Every single soul is completely unique and has its own reasons for doing what it chooses here at the human level. We can guess till the cows come home and we could be off by not only a mile, but a million miles. Even me with the approach that I've taken with looking at and reading and understanding what's coming, you know, What's happening at the soul level so that I can help that person heal? Unless something comes specifically up about a death, it's not like I'm gonna get, oh, well, I don't, I I wouldn't get that. I did hear George explain about his death, and that's so important for you to hear. But I want you to understand that he is coming from a very expanded level, and he will share it with you tomorrow. Now, he's not going to, I'm not a channel, just so you know, I am going to set up the situation where I can hear his words, and then I will just tell you what he says as if I am him, but I'm not, and, but he will be addressing each and every listener. I'm just giving him his voice, okay? All right. There's another thing I need to talk about, because it's important for you understand George. He is a fifth dimensional. Now, what is a fifth dimensional? Okay. Fifth dimensional basically is someone who has already evolved past human into the fifth dimensional frequency. It's the next dimension after human and all humans go there. Now, I have done many, many podcasts in the past, and I'm just going to mention them here now because I can only touch on this fifth-dimensional thing, the tippy-tippiest tip of the iceberg, okay? So if you're interested in the fifth-dimensional information, you can find it on my podcast. Starting January of 2016, I decided I was going to talk about this fifth-dimensional thing that I have known about since the 80s. And once I started, it was like I couldn't stop. There's all year long and into the next year, I talk about many, many different things about the fifth dimensionals. And so if you want to learn more, you certainly can. But right now, I'm just going to give you some basic Information. By the way, I have mentioned the past, but you can get those podcasts. They're all free. You can either get them off blogtalkradio.com because I'm archived there, or if you have a smartphone, you can go to the podcast app. If it's not already on your phone, you can download it for free and you go into Higher Self Voice Radio and all my podcasts come up. I believe from 2014, they're all categorized. Or indexed in some way but if you start with <coughs> excuse me <coughs> if you start with January um, 2016 that's when I start talking about the fifth dimensional stuff but you certainly can jump around and listen to whatever you, and there's no requirement here okay so fifth dimensional so We all graduate, all humanity graduates into the fifth dimensional level from the human level. We make a conscious choice to move into that divine will frequency. We go through a process, all humanities go through a process of transformation in order to graduate. I'm not going to talk anything about that right now. But once they get to the fifth dimension, they move through the fifth dimensional levels because each dimension has seven levels and then has any levels within levels within levels. So even in the fifth dimensional frequency, you go through levels of learning and growing and experiencing. Okay. Now, at some point, eons and eons and eons ago, billions of eons ago, there was a decision made from the evolutionary council in the fifth dimension. The decision was to... Add to a way that fifth dimensionals help. Because when you graduate into the fifth dimension, you make, there's one commitment you make, and that commitment is to help the four lower dimensions accelerate their evolutionary process, to support and accelerate the evolutionary process of all four lower dimensions, mineral, plant, animal, and human. So you make that, that's the one commitment you make to the divine well kingdom, and then you can do it as a fifth dimensional in any one of a trillion billion ways. There are, you have total choice. It is not, the divine well kingdoms do not tell you what to do. They do not force, they do not make you follow a certain path. You carve out through your own desires, your own interests what you would like to do to help. Okay, make that clear. Now, the council decided they were going to help, not help, they were going to add another layer of help because fifth dimensional from the fifth dimension help for lower kingdoms in hundreds of thousands of ways. I couldn't even begin to name name them. But they were going to, they're adding another one. Now here's, Here was the issue. This is why they added one. I'm going to explain this to you. I want to just check the time. Okay. Got enough time. So one of the ways that fifth dimensionals would help is from the fifth dimension, they would send energy into the human kingdom universe to facilitate the soul evolution in many, many different ways. Now, one of the ways they would send energy in was the energy would be de-intensified because if it came in flat out from the high frequency of the fifth dimension, it would kill whatever it touched. So one of the ways is they have to de-intensify it to provide it to the humanities. And that's what they would do. That was one of the things fifth dimensions would do. But here was a problem. When humans were walking around and that fifth dimensional de-intensified energy would come in, the energy would feel alien, different, scary, threatening. I mean, it was hard for a human who lives in the five senses kingdom to relate to this pure energy. And so the human basically often would reject it, would not take it into its soul banks. Now, why is that a problem? I'll tell you why that's a problem, because one of the major propellants for evolution is when a soul, in this case we're talking about human souls, would take in a higher frequency into the soul bank, the human soul is propelled to catch up with it. It wants to match that higher frequency. When, And that is propellant for that soul to grow and learn. But when the soul isn't taking that energy in, is rejecting it, that propellant isn't working. And so it took a very long time for human souls to finally, individual souls, to finally get comfortable enough to take that energy in. Now, it's not conscious. The human soul at the mind level, please remember what I said about the mind, was not consciously rejecting it. It was rejecting it from the soul level. That's where the free will resides. The soul didn't feel comfortable with it. So here was the change. The change was they decided that if a fifth dimensional aspect, an aspect of the soul from the fifth dimension could return to the human kingdom, take on a human soul as well. The higher South used to call it a human facade soul, but I don't like the word facade simply because that seems to minimize or lessen the importance of the human soul that was joined with the fifth dimensional soul aspect. I don't like that. So you can just say it's, you can say it's part of it in some way if they're joined together. Um, but I use the term dual soul nature. So when a fifth dimensional would return, they would return not its entire soul, but part, an aspect of its fifth dimensional self, and join with the human soul that it takes on. It carries now a dual soul nature, two souls, and dual soul nature is just like dual citizenship. It's It doesn't make the person who has dual citizenship any better, more elite, more special, more anything than the one who doesn't. It's Just the details of that person's life was different. And it's the same here. Carrying the dual soul nature, carrying the fifth dimensional soul, just means that that person has been around a little longer and has volunteered to return, which... Millions and millions and millions, countless numbers volunteered. The call went out for over a million years of our, our years. And the fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature are all over the universe, known and unknown. There's just billions and billions and cadillions, okay? There's millions alone on this planet. And I'm not going to get into all the reasons and all of that, but here's how it helped the evolutionary process big time when that person carrying the dual soul nature carries that fifth dimensional energy in that fifth dimensional soul aspect and it is giving out that energy 24 7 to all the humanities that it may run into in the grocery store in a concert you know hitchhiking you know wherever the soul is that fifth dimensional soul is giving out that energy 24/7. But here's the difference. It moves through the human body, mind and soul and it picks up the flavor of the humanity that it is carrying. So when other souls receive or move into that uh, energy field, it feels comfortable. Hey, This feels very normal. This feels, you know, like everyday kind of energy. And so that soul picks it up much, 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 much quicker. Now, it may seem like evolution is so slow in some ways. But in fact, the speed up has been ginormous. The help for especially for the humanities, because the humanities are in the free will kingdom. They have to decide and choose to take that energy in. So it's been a massive, massive help. Okay. Now, why is this important? This is important because George Floyd is a fifth dimensional. And the fact that he was a fifth dimension that he is a fifth dimensional speaks to the motivation that he had when he chose this death. It will be, he will speak of it tomorrow, but I want you to understand that that fifth dimensional self, that fifth dimensional part of himself has been a part of him from the first moment that he volunteered to return. And he he may not know consciously at the mind level anything about that. I'm sure he does not. But what he does know at the soul level is he has the connection, the unremembered remembrance, the deep-seated knowing that he needs to help. He made the commitment to the humanities. And he is, he hasn't lost sight of that. He carries it with him. And it is going to play into his decision of what, what he decided, and what he's here, what he, how he chose his death, why he chose his death. So, that will be for tomorrow. But I hope you all understand these simple concepts. Okay, just <laughs> checking. Um, I didn't want to go on on and on too much about the concepts. You can always come back and listen again. There is so much more. Please understand that when. There is one thing I did leave out. When you return, when you volunteer to return here and you take on the human soul, the facade soul, it's just an easy way to say it, but you heard my problem with it. It is nothing facade. First of all, you take on a human soul that is absolutely the highest level of human evolution. So at the very Deep level, you already have learned everything that is needed to learn through the human journey, through that soul through any soul's journey through the human kingdom. You've already carrying that very high level of wisdom and understanding. Secondly, when you come in, you have to obey the rules and regulations of the free will kingdom. That means that you have to accept a hundred percent responsibility. Because in the free will kingdom, you are 100% responsible for everything in your life. 100%. And I believe I talked on this a little bit earlier in one of my earlier recent podcasts. And that is important for you to know, because if you're fifth dimensional, you're carrying a soul that's fifth dimensional. I mean, if you're a fifth dimensional in body, on the planet, carrying the dual soul nature, you have a... Soul, a fifth dimensional soul aspect that carries divine will. You'd think that that divine will could just take over and make the fifth dimensional and carrying the dual soul nature here everything wonderful in its life. But I've told you before, and I'm telling you again, divine energies from any source cannot trespass free will they have to be invited in so even your own higher self your own fifth dimensional self cannot trespass and just fix you you have to become conscious that you carry that divine energy you have to then invite it in and utilize the help it offers this is what I was talking about in the earlier podcast Um, my more recent podcast Uh, so George is like the rest of the millions of the people on the planet that carry the dual soul nature, most of whom have no clue that they are carrying it. And that's absolutely fine. At some point they will become conscious. I was very fortunate because Joan Culpepper, who taught me so much of this work, she brought it to into my consciousness And I seem to be one that continues to bring it into other people's consciousness. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Um, It's a wide world out there. I don't pretend to be the only anything. But I do understand and I do – it took me a long time to kind of own up to that. That's why I did podcasts since 2011 and it wasn't until 2016 that I started talking about it because I had to be comfortable with the whole concept, and of course, doing the work that I do on myself, I did finally get comfortable and said, "Hey, wait a minute, now's the time," and I just spewed it out. So, there are many. There's a, a very uh, significant reason that there are so many millions here right now. Um, I'm not going to get into all that. I'm just going to say goodbye for now. I love you all. Do want to. Re- you my my web my uh, email address is J V v as in Victor Victor M as in, and Mary Richmond R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D at gmail.com and you can email me anytime also I just want to remind you tomorrow at four is going to be me reflecting George Floyd's words at his request. And you might imagine that it's kind of a big step for me. It's one thing to do it with one person or a few uh, small group. It's another to put it out there to wherever it might go. But it comes from my heart. It comes from the desire to Everybody or so many people want to help in whatever way they can. And so I find myself in a position to help by being able to do this. And then, of course, Sunday at four, this is Pacific time, I will be helping by doing a global healing related to um, some of the issues that have come up from the whole situation with George. I do want to confess I have actually never watched the video. I'm I know what happens probably moment to moment because it's written about, spoken about, everywhere. But I just once you see it, you can't unsee it and it's as traumatic for me as it is for everyone else, even without seeing it. But I did want you to know I haven't seen it, but It doesn't mean that it didn't touch me so deeply like everyone else. Anyway, that's it for now. I wish you all um, a good rest of the week, a good weekend. I hope you'll tune back in. And just don't let me know. Um, I hope you'll tune back in tomorrow at 4 Pacific time. And with that, I am going to say goodbye. We'll see you next time we you